Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I mean, we've had quite a few lovely emails this week, so shout out to all of you guys. Uh, <laughs> although this is my one that sent me over the edge, so this is. <laughs> However, I still had a stress dream the night before where we were staying in a hotel and Putin had forcibly recruited us to attack a neighbouring nation and I was putting bombs together while sobbing. (laughs) In all seriousness, it gave a lot of us a huge amount of stress when Putin invaded Ukraine. But um, yes, interesting that that is what her brain decided to transfer these pre-race nerves into. Uh, This week, I listened to the new one and laughed a lot at the scary toilet dreams. I was in New York last week, casual brag, and had a slightly tender tummy. The one where you just want a private toilet and some time. Well, in Central Park, the toilets near the Bethesda Fountain are very similar to Esther's dream. Very (gasps) narrow with very small doors. I'm five foot three and still felt I could wave at the person beside me. (laughs) Oh no! Not what was needed. Welcome to episode 161 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and she is your other host, Holly Taylor. We are both firmly average runners who don't take life or running too seriously. On this podcast, we talk about health, politics, stuff on TV, and what we ate last night. Occasionally, we talk about running. In this episode, we talk about September stresses and forgive us, but we're already chatting about Christmas. I have a bit of a race report as I ran the New Forest Half Marathon at the weekend, which I loved so much. We chat about what it's like to run a smaller race compared with, say, the Great North Run, which was happening on the same day. We also talk about the London Vitality 10,000 happening on September the 24th and what to wear when we run. If you're coming, we're asking pod squatters to wear blue if you can so that we can spot each other and look like a gang. We're wearing our pod squad tees, which you can pick up at shop.womensrunning.co.uk. 
And all this 10K chat leads us to our very big reveal that from the 20th of September, you will be able to buy a special edition of Women's Running, which is snappily titled How to Run 10K with Esther and Holly. Look out for it wherever you buy the mag, or you can also pick it up from shop.womensrunning.co.uk, perhaps when you're treating yourself to a tea. Our 10K special is full of brilliant advice and lots of silliness, and it'll make the perfect gift for a running buddy or for you. By the way, if you love this podcast, and of course you do, there is a way to get more Holly and Esther nonsense, and that's by becoming part of our pod squad on Patreon, where you can get involved in live Zoom calls with us, weekly newsletters, and a chat room all for you. If you're part of our cheer squad, you can watch these podcasts on actual video. Fancy that. Come and join us at Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash women's running. Paul, haven't you always dreamt of crossing that iconic finish line on the mall with Buckingham Palace behind you and a well-earned medal in your grasp? Well, of course, but the 26.2 miles that you've got to run before you get there, not so much. Yeah, fair enough. But I'm not talking about the London Marathon. Did you know that the London Vitality 10,000 finishes on the exact same mile? you can have the same final victory lap without having to run a marathon. As if. Isn't running a 10k still going to be a little bit tricky? I I think 10k runners are meant to be of the speedy variety. Well, yeah, that's true. Some of them are. But if you join our very own Women's Running Wave, we'll be setting off right at the back without any time pressure whatsoever. There'll be space for speedy runners and slow plodders alike. Plus, we'll be starting the race together and supporting each other all the way round. Well, 100% sign me up. And also, quick request, can we have a cold glass of Savvy B afterwards? Oh, most definitely. And not only that, but we'll also be meeting up beforehand in our own special women's running zone where we can all do a little excited wee in our pants together. Sounds bloody brilliant. Head to vitalitylondon10,000.co.uk today and select the Women's Running Wave when you sign up to run with us, as well as hundreds of other brilliant women. Link in the show notes. It maybe is starting to get to me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It definitely feels as though everything is ramping up. I had, um, I think it was when we were like a bit earlier on, we were talking about arranging. Um, alive and um you know alive for for patrons so this is something that we do mm. for if you're on patreon you can come along to a live um uh, podcast essentially and uh, or just a chat really it's been more, just more of a chat um and we do them normally do them we know we know we're, uh, we owe one and it's supposed to be we, we we've done them in the past on like a wednesday evening and all this anyway we Holly and i were just exchanging emails about oh we really need to do one and when should that be it should be next week and but we are busy every single night next week and one of the reasons I'm busy every single night this week and next week is because I'm looking at secondary schools for TED so that, that sounds like one of those things too that's like a combo of like very exciting and amazing mm. but also like gives you a wobbly lip yeah, I don't have any of the exciting part of that. All I've got is like wobbly lip and deep stress because along yeah. with the kind of the stress of choosing the right school for my child 
who is a particular kind of person and will thrive in some arenas and not in others, just like every child. So it's kind of, it's making sure that you make that right choice. It feels so much more important than choosing a primary school. So there's that. But there's also the fact that we're having to kind of drag them to these various massive schools at six o'clock in the evening for two hours, four nights on a trot. And and it just feels like this huge, oh. huge thing, which I'd sort of, we've got one tonight and I'd kind of forgotten about it and I'd just been reminded of it. And it was like, oh, bollocks. But all this is just another layer of, oh, September is just awful. It's, it's worse than January, yeah. isn't it? I thought it was better than January. But I, I think, think it might be. Uh, it's always been mm. something that like, I've quite, I mean, I have always felt the pressure of it and I'm such a, I'm such a, worrying about the next thing person that I remember being a kid and worrying about September for like all of August and counting down yeah. the days before we had to go back to school but Awful. like yeah. as an adult I've quite enjoyed September because I feel like it gives me a bit of a kick up the arse and it's quite nice after you've spent all summer sitting in a field and drinking yeah. cider um yeah that it's quite nice to go right okay what are some of the goals that I want to get back to that I was kind of doing in January and February and that I kind of let fall to the wayside while it's been lovely sunny weather and we've had long evenings to fuck about um and I feel some for some reason the air of September this year is different and it feels like panic stations rather than like nice controlled organized let's get back on track it feels like oh we've got (laughs) I don't know you're like a a Thomas the Tank Engine and you're all different parts and you're trying to get back on your track but you've got to assemble a coal face or something first I don't know I shouldn't have tried to do a train metaphor analogy um, no, with, uh, no. Yeah. well my knowledge I mean, of trains think, is poor but yeah beyond over the engine I'm kind of stuck but yeah but I think um that I feel like next year we need to re-listen to this podcast this particular episode and just think to ourselves oh yeah that's that's it, it, it is hard because I've I have now written yeah. two pieces I think for the magazine saying cool in September brilliant because it enables you to sort of sharpen your pencils I know. without the pressure of January where it's all like lose half your body weight and it's like oh brilliant let's yeah let's do let's pick up on those goals I want to do and and I feel like a, a total liar because it, it has been so far I mean we're on day 12 on record and it's been really really hard and, and the other thing yeah. I forget is that for me and my little lot over here September marks the start of utter stress in terms of dates in the diary it's wedding anniversary it's birthday and then followed by 15 really selfish birthdays before Christmas like it's just like bang 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 so and every time I have to go same in our household I I forget about that isn't it yeah it's just like Mm. I'm already stressing about stocking presents it's September the 12th I mean, oh, coal, coal, <laughs> coal and satsumas. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Oh, They've sorry, not been very guys, good this year, to be it's fair. It's coal so. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of Doug's siblings, I've probably told this story on the pod before, but one of Doug's siblings once, I really want to ask him, but he's not, he's not here, but um, he, one of his siblings, gave the other one coal as a trick one year, like swapped out their stocking presents for a stocking full of coal. 
No. Yeah. I know. I want to know more details about that because I've started telling the tale and I don't really know it, but... We need to know the punchline. We need to know the punchline and what the reaction was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll ask him. I've always wanted coal. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that could have been what happened. Oh, I would have done that if sort of like on, if granny (laughs) had given me coal, I would have gone, oh, wow. Oh my goodness. Coal. (laughs) The curse of a people pleaser. So rare these days. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, let's not. Let's not sniff at coal because presuming that most of our energy is still fossil fueled. um, Yeah. Yeah. Certainly isn't cheap these days, is it? It's not cheap these days. I wouldn't be kicking coal out of my stocking. (laughs) (laughs) No, but if I got a stocking with no chocolate coins, I think I would probably go (laughs) apeshit. You know, you've got to have at least least. chocolate coal. That's quite funny. If someone hasn't hasn't made and patented chocolate coal, <laughs> should I quickly look up where the chocolate coal exists? Yeah, do. Would it be quite big? Like it's going to do tapping, 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 tapping on the chocolate Tap coal for stockings. <laughs> oh, we're going to get some. <laughs> oh my god, you can get it from. You can get very posh looking chocolate coal, which is sort of uh, chocolate with honeycomb inside, and then it's like obviously coated in nice. some dust that makes it look black from Fortnum and Mason 13 pounds 95 for 250 grams Jesus bloody Fortnum yeah you can get some posh coal. Get some. okay <laughs> so has been has been thought of and by, has by posh been people made and done right. okay. yeah we'll put okay. it on our list right. yeah oh it was <laughs> nice to talk about Christmas actually then even though I am a bit stressed oh, about oh. it all um <laughs> I do. It has that has cheered me up and given me a bit of a sort of okay. That's a new thing to look forward to because it's another thing. I was talking to a friend of mine this morning, and she mm. oh she was the friend that got married over summer, and they've just come back from their oh, yeah. honeymoon. And mm. um, we were saying as well, it's quite difficult, isn't it, when you've like when you've had something to really look forward to, and oh then God, yeah. and it's dominated quite a lot of your sort of like your mind mm. in terms of your organization your planning like your your dreaming your dreaming and scheming yeah um oh yeah and what I it think is po- that post you're sort of thinking wedding, about post wedding and post holiday blues is very very real and i tell you what it's like it's like post race blues <gasps> it that? is oh that was an excellent segue Thank you so much. <laughs> so, so myself. do you, Esther Neiman, have post-race blues? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but I have, I have had them. But no, I don't have post-race mm-hmm. blues. And I should have post-race blues. But I think because, so this weekend just gone, I did the New Forest Half Marathon, the Garmin New Forest Half Marathon. Um, and there oh, were like lots of so, races. So cool. Oh my God, Holly, it was so good. So there were, you could do like a 5K, a 10K, a half or a full marathon. And there might have been some kids races as well, I think. But I can't, I can't quite remember. But um, it was absolutely lovely. But up until about three or four days beforehand, I wasn't entirely sure I was going to go. And, it was, mm. and I, wasn't, I was also not sure whether I was going to do the 10K or the half. Um, and it was, it was slightly up in the air. So I, I, I didn't really know that I was going to do it until about Tuesday before I did it. So I didn't have a build up. I didn't have a, oh my God, here it's coming and planning for it. And because, because what I'm training for is, is 
the New York half. And in, in the interim between the New York half, we've got Vitality 10,000 and then um, I'm doing the Bath half and then it's mm-hmm. New York. So those were the races that I had in the diary. And uh, this was kind of very vague and I wasn't quite sure whether it was going to happen or not. So I just didn't really think about it. And so then I just went and I just did it. And it means I've had absolutely no come down. All I've had since has been a, a feel feeling of kind of happiness and joy because it was... Oh, that is so lovely. It was the loveliest... It was the loveliest race. It was the loveliest experience. It was unlike any other half marathon I've ever done. I want to do it again this weekend. It was so good. Oh, I loved it. Isn't it sometimes? I I really feel like there's something to be said for those. I mean, it obviously it looked like a beautiful race, which I'm sure helped. Um, Mm. But I also feel like sometimes when you're not, you're not doing that like big anticipation thing when you just sort of throw yourself into it and it kind of happened a bit with Paris that I was like, I, because I hadn't been well and I'd been quite anxious. Like I slightly felt like that weird out of body thing when I actually was coming to do it where I was like, I can't quite believe I'm actually doing this because I've sort yeah. of like almost told myself that it's not going to, never going to happen. And then yeah. it kind of doesn't give you the time to do that fear thing of standing on the start line and going oh my god and then having that huge adrenaline rush and big come down afterwards you just sort of do it and then you're like oh well probably go and get a baguette now yeah <laughs> that was that was a minus the baguette that was it was basically that it was just like I just had to hula kind hoops. of I, I spotted instead oh hula hoops and coke absolutely brilliant um oh. yeah no it was just like yeah fueling strategy post-race not not amazing but every everything it was just like I, I know I had a good sleep the night before because I was staying in a hotel and then went down there and it was just it was so different it was it was slightly like um when I did the relish 10k a couple of years back it was mm. slightly like that like that because it was quite small um it was I mean I think it was the biggest one that they've put on yet so I was speaking to someone from Garmin and they said there was like 4,000 runners but Nice. Of those four thousand, yeah, it is a nice size. But of those four thousand, like fifteen hundred were doing the half. So okay, you know, so it wasn't you know, and everyone else was doing all these different kind of distances, and it was like, it just felt very manageable. There was nice, there was loads of kind of like you know, food vans and kind of little things where you could buy some stuff. I saw some. There were a couple of our kind of friends of the pod there. There was uh, monkey socks and flancy and you know stuff like that. But it was it was quite and some little. pod squatters, right? Weren't there some pod squatters? Pod squatters. So I was, uh, and and it was it was just also really lovely because I was speaking to my. Um, I'll get back to pod squatters in a sec. But I was speaking to my my uh, stepsister was at, on the same day. She was doing the Great North Run, and um, this was like a really big thing for her because she was doing it. It's her first big thing after having after the birth of her second child and she was raising money and it was this kind of huge and she'd been injured anyway huge she had all these kind of things in the way and when we texted when we both done our half marathons afterwards um Mm -hmm. and I had to kind of rein my joy my enjoyment in because her experience she was fine and it was it was good I think but she talked about the pens at the beginning and how, you know, with these big races, when you've got like 40,000 runners or 50,000 runners, you are put in a pen and you have to stand there for a considerable amount of time before you can go oh. off, right? And, yeah. And I mean, you, Paris, makes, prime example. Like we Paris, were, because yeah. we were all together, like I was in a in a, 
a wave where there were loads of us pod squatters together. So like, yeah, we were a bit nervous, obviously, but we were just kind of chilling and chatting and it was fine. But oh mm. my God, I think we were there for like 45 minutes or something. It's yeah, it's tedious. You can, you, you, it gives you all that time to sort of sit there and think, you know what? I kind of did need that last wee and didn't have it. And it gets you, yeah. you can get really, really cold. Gets your legs a bit seized. Wrong... Yeah, mm-hmm. everything. And um, yeah, I spent at Paris. I just remember spending forty minutes just jumping up and down on the spot, basically. And yeah, and, and I was freezing. I was super cold in Paris, and I, I just couldn't warm up. It was really so. Chilly. I was just, and I think yeah, it, was it was delayed horrible. a little bit at the start, actually, as well. Wasn't it, it was so it delayed. Wasn't... Yeah, it was delayed. Yeah, a cocktail so I was, of, I was, of not ideal. Yeah, all the bad pen waiting circumstances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really horrible. And you know, when I was speaking to my stepsister, and she was just sort of talking about that as being the kind of you know that wasn't nice, but once she got over it, it was fine. And I just thought, God, my experience was so different to all of that. So we had this lovely kind of like a lovely cheerful warm up. Um, mm-hmm. at the beginning they just they sort of herd you in to a kind of a, an area but it's not crushed at all and there was and as I say there was like 1500 of us and not everyone I don't think came into that bit you sort of jump up and down on the spot for a little bit and you can join in the warm-up if you want but you don't have to and then you join the back of the of the of the kind of the you know the pen that's going to go through to the start line and the gun time was three minutes out from my chip time so it took me three minutes to get under the gantry um which you know when I've done the bath half that's before, not bad in of, the grand scheme of things oh my god no with with, it, yeah. with the bath half like when there's been 10 or 12 thousand runners sometimes that's taken like 20 minutes to get under mm-hmm. and you know I, and, and I think with Great North Run you, you can be there for an hour um yeah and and you know London Marathon same so it's kind of three minutes I had three minutes to kind of just you know, wonder what was going on and, and walk forward slowly as if I was on one of my CND marches. Um, and it was just like, it was just anyway, but anyway, so, so when I was in the middle of doing the warm up, I was doing some really, really lackluster squats at some point and I just got a tap on the shoulder and there was a lovely pod squatter called, I think her name was Joe. Um, I think she might've been the first one. I think that there was Joe and there was another woman and I, I did, I very, very carefully said to them, what's your name? And then they both said, oh, it's, you know, Joe. And it's, uh, um, and I, I repeated the names to try and remember them and completely forgot one of them. She may, it might've been you a. You put a picture on Instagram, which yeah. and it had the name on the bib. Oh, did it? I should I'm have I'm sure that. it did. But now <gasps> the Instagram will maybe have, have a quick look on our, on our Instagram, on our check. archive, you know, where it saves the stories. I've got my phone. I can look at me pics. She's right, having a okay. look. Um, I'm having I'm a look the, right in the now. Quick interim. Laura, while you're looking. it was Laura. Laura. There we go. Oh, there we go. And Joanne. Yes, Laura and Joanne. Yes. Well done. I should have really thought about that, shouldn't I? That's really stupid. Um, I should have remembered yeah. if I was going to be a smart ass and tell you, but I didn't. No, but I'm a shout out then to Laura and Joanne and yeah. multiple others who were there too. Right? You you bumped into a well, few. Multiple others, two others, but but yeah. <laughs> but Biggest yeah. up, Esther. Go on. Hordes of fans. <laughs> teeming. <laughs> teeming with pod squatters. Um, but those two lovely women came up to me while we were warming up. And that was that was really, really nice. And I was completely cheered because it was just it was just very sweet. And then 
uh, as I was running along, I think around the four mile mark, maybe a little bit later, but as I was running, um, lovely Tammy came and tapped me on the shoulder and said, oh, are you Esther from the, from the podcast? And I was like, yes. And that was really nice because we were running at the same pace. So we just Perfect. ran for, I don't know, a couple of miles, maybe a bit longer than that, actually, together. And then at some point, I had to go into a small cave, as you do when you're running along. And I just had to kind of listen to my, because I was just feeling like, oh, I've got some niggles and I don't feel particularly great. And I just kind of zoned out. And by the time I'd come out of that and was enjoying it again, she wasn't there. So she either sped ahead or I sped ahead. I don't know, but either way. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was lovely and she was a paramedic it turned out. And what was really great, right? So I started saying to her, oh, paramedic, that's exciting. Um, what a cool job kind of thing. And as we were talking, another runner on my left came up and said, oh, are you a paramedic? And she said, yeah. And she went, oh, because I'm a, and then she had an acronym. It was like ER something or other. Don't know what it was, but she was Ooh. emergency something, something. Um, and they just started chatting about what it was like working in those two services in Southampton and da 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 and and what it was like the day before, which had been really, really hot. And anyway, people just chatting. That's the sort of half marathon it was. It was like chat, chat, chat. Oh, I love that. That's so really nice. nice. So nice. And oh, that what, sounds the other dreamy. Thing, the other thing that made it absolutely brilliant was um well, no, no, no. I mean two things. One of them was was the course itself because it is by far the most beautiful half marathon I have ever run. It was so flat. I mean, there were some inclines which were, you know, unpleasant. Um, but the, but, always, in, but... W- w- but when there's elevation going up, that means that you usually get a bit going down as well. So that feels quite nice. Um, as Ronan Keating would say, life is a roller coaster, <laughs> is a roller coaster and you've yeah. just got to ride it. <laughs> Who was it? What comedian commented on that and said, I put it to you, Ronan Keating, that life is not a roller coaster. It's more of a teacup ride. Who said that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm shocked to hear that people are talking about it because that just came to me from my childhood. <laughs> um, anywho, so I, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the scenery was just amazing. I saw tiny little horses. I saw, it was just beautiful kind of, you know, that lovely new forest bit where you've got loads of foresty bits, but also kind of open kind mm. of moorland stuff. I mean, it was, it was gorgeous. And the only people on the side, like watching us run were very occasional walkers, very occasional. And this is marshals. your dream race, isn't it? It was amazing. No one was, you just get yeah. much, just as many marshals as you get at a park run per kind of you know kilometer and they were all the marshals were all 100% amazing and lovely there was one marshal in fact a woman who was holding a sleeping child in her arms while she was going well done keep it up and the sleeping child was quite a big one you know it wasn't like a a, a one-year-old it was like a kind of six-year-old and she was just carrying this child in her arms who was fast asleep while she was shouting kind of you know lovely encouraging words to her I mean it was just it was so wholesome it was just lovely it so, does sound so, so incredibly lovely. wholesome it was amazing it does sound wholesome. that was the other, one thing that also that the gods were smiling on me because the day before it had been stinking hot and then the morning of it was incredibly humid 
So for the first, definitely for the first four miles, it felt like you were breathing really thick air. And if anyone wants to know what it feels like to be an asthmatic without being asthmatic, <laughs> go run in that humidity because it was, it was horrible. So that actually felt sort of slightly panicky. And then yeah. it pissed it down at like mile five and carried on pissing it down until mile 13 when it stopped. So I crossed yeah. the finish line. It was like, ah, it's dried up. Brilliant. And I could go and have a Oh, that's lovely. It was, it was just... I needed a bit of that brilliant. on Sunday. Yeah. Do you fancy coming to the National Running Show in January? Me and Hall are going to be there for the whole weekend and we would love to meet you. The good news is that if you'd like to come along for a very limited time, you can pick up a ticket for free. Just go to nationalrunningshow.com and pop in the code ANTHEM, that's A-N-T-H-E-M, in the big box where it asks you to enter a code. And then you can hang with us for a whole weekend, eat flapjack, buy a load of kit and check out some huge running stars. Be quick though, because this offer ends on the 20th of September. So get one now, quick shop. See you there. Oh, it was oh, amazing. It incredible. So, so good. I would also, so good. I would like to make a quick aside while we're talking about our beloved pod squad. Um, yes. I watched an episode of Love is Blind the other day. Um, oh, good Lord. And right. I, I was horrified, sickened and disgusted to discover that <gasps> they call themselves the pod squad. <gasps> I know. No. I know because they I guess it comes from the fact that they start off in pods where they're like oh um God. where they can't look at each other hence the whole blind thing that they're like talking yeah. they have to fall in love without seeing each other um yeah. and then it was like a sort of re- a reunion type episode where they check in on the couples a, a year later and they were yeah. all playing like a game of football or something and they had t-shirts made that said pod squad on the back and I was like what the oh, fuck are you doing? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was fuming. I nearly put <gasps> it in our reality TV thread on our Discord, and then I was like, "This is worth discussing on the pod main because I, I was, <gasps> I was so upset yeah. by it." Don't relegate this to stories. Oh my god, that's like I know. What we're we gonna do? We've got T-shirts now that you can actually buy that have got Pod Squad written on them. If people I have know. these Pod Squad T-shirts, are people gonna say, "Ah, oh, Love is Blind fan" or something? Are they I gonna know. think that we're like huge? Ugh. Oh, I'm oh, so god. irritated about it. Sue, should we sue? Uh, can we? Who was first? I have no idea. Oh, that's actually a really good point because that show's been going for quite a long time. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but I do it made remember, me really sad. I, but whatever, we are the pod squad, everybody. Yeah, but I, I remember I googled pod squad before we did the t-shirts just to make sure and it wasn't coming up. Did you? Oh, well, yeah. thank God. Well, maybe it's not a big deal then. Maybe it was just like a small weird group of the people on Love is Blind. There's probably more of, there's yeah. more of us for sure. Definitely. There's only a few right? people on each series of that of that program um also so i wouldn't call actually, them a squad said, no i wouldn't call them a squad and also it doesn't mm. make sense because for us we're a squad in more yeah. than one way and like why are they yeah. a squad Ugh. anyway uh, hate yeah. them uh obviously <laughs> don't let that put you off um 
do join the pod squad in you, you know we're all a part of the pod squad in our hearts but do do join in your shirts as well uh yeah <laughs> because we have got merch available finally we haven't said this on the pod yet um we've no. given the link to the patrons and the patrons have had at it for a bit but you're all fully welcome to join the club um if you head to shop.womensrunning.co.uk then you can find a tab let me just double check this so professional yeah. while I'm doing it um <laughs> if you go to shop. there we go here we go so shop.womensrunning.co.uk if you click on extras then you can find yourself a women's running t-shirt <gasps> that proudly says pod squad on the back it's not very clear I think in the picture mm. that it it does say pod squad it doesn't say it on your tits right on the front it, it, the picture is of the back <laughs> of the t-shirt um, yeah Sadly, I've been informed that the XL has sold out, but there are still plenty oh. of, I think we're maybe slightly running out of the XS as well, but small, medium and large, we've still got plenty of, there's a size guide on the website as well, so you can double check. Um, we will yeah, look and, at getting and, and, a slightly wider range of sizes if we can next time, because this is our kind of first nice. go at it. And actually it's not been as wide as we'd hoped in terms of sizing, but there are still mm. plenty of t-shirts available. Um, just, just from my small experience, um, actually small being the word there, um, I would normally have chosen a small, which is a sort of size 10. And I think the size guide might say it's a size 10, but actually I feel more comfortable in a slightly roomier medium. So, um, yeah, just, yes. just if, if that's what you're going for, I would yeah, size Yeah, I up, went perhaps. for a large... And I think that was decent for me, which is a 14. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm saying it in a slightly apologetic way, which, I, sh you know, uh, we, we did try our best, I promise. Um, but the XL is a 16 and that's what's now sold out. So we will look at potentially getting more. Oh, yeah. Um, but because, yeah, we were a little bit gutted to find that out that we were like, oh, actually, that's not really extra large, is it? That's pretty no. normal and uh there aren't any more left now however if you are a size 10 to 14 <laughs> there are still plenty <laughs> of t-shirts <laughs> they're technical tees um, as well yeah um to, to to do to big us up rather than do us down uh they are technical tees and we will be wearing ours to do the vitality there's absolutely no obligation to um but because I know not everyone we were discussing that not everybody will want to run in something they haven't worn before um or that is That's new true. you might want to wear something you've trained in but um that, that is all also, true so if we you want asking. to go for it yeah yeah if, if you if you want to please go for it because that'd be that'd be really good fun with as many of us mm -hmm. as possible wearing some pod squad t-shirts but we are also saying and uh, or or asking and suggesting that if you're joining us for uh, the Vitality 10,000 on 24th September, um, if you don't have a pod squad t-shirt and you can find one in your wardrobe, if you'd be able to wear blue, that would be amazing as a sort of second choice. This is no, there's no compulsion to do that, but it's just, it's literally just because the pics will look nice with us all wearing blue because Vitality is quite a pink event and it will just kind of mark us out and it'd be lovely to have a, a, a group shot of all of us all wearing something similar, but only, only if you've got one in your wardrobe, don't go and buy one. Just an idea. Yeah. Just an idea. Yeah. So um, in terms. Destabilise the patriarchy. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That. So in terms of that, seeing as we have touched on vitality, how's your training yes. going? My training is going okay. Um, I actually have exciting news to report to everybody that I was brave. And if you saw on Instagram uh, over the weekend, I was brave enough to actually go to the 5K in the park that I've been talking about for blooming months and I've not been asked to oh go. Oh my God, um, that's amazing. It was so lush and I don't know why I've not been going because it is really, really lovely and um, it's oh. super chill. I, I I know that we drew a little bit of flack when we discussed park run before and I, mm-hmm. I'm certainly not slagging off park run in saying this. I think that it has... I mean, it's a, it's a phenomenon and it has um, a huge place in lots of runners' hearts. But mm-hmm. I way preferred this to our local park run. It did all the things that I was hoping to get from our park run. Um, oh. So I, I'll definitely be going again. It was a, it was a reasonable sized group. Um, yeah. So it wasn't nearly as big that, uh, as as a park run. I mean, maybe there were like 50 people or something there. So it was quite small. Okay. Um, yeah. I went with a friend. Um, it's four loops of the park. So if you're somebody who Ooh. doesn't love running round and round the same bit, then maybe it's mm. not for you. But I kind of loved that because it meant that there's no pressure. Like it is a 5K if you do all four. Mm but you can drop out at any time. There were people who had kids with them that were doing like one loop and then stopping people who mm-hmm. did two and stopped. It was a really hot day. So as I said, I, I really did feel that it was panic breathing rather than just yeah. normal <laughs> cardio is hard breathing. Um, yeah. and, uh, so there were quite a few people who stopped cause they were like, actually, this is a bit much today. Uh, they do a lovely warm up together, a, beforehand and then there's a big picture of everyone at the end which I didn't realize so uh, the reason I'm not in the picture is because I've already run off to go and get a pan of chocolate at that everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Point. Um, <laughs> but um, it it was so lovely. I really enjoyed it. And it was exactly oh. the same kind of vibe you were talking about with the uh, New Forest half that people mm. were just like so chatty. Like everyone was, I can see how you would really use it because Parkrun can mm. be, and again, this is from our experience of our local Parkrun specifically. Obviously it's so different everywhere in across the world. But um, mm. when we went, I was chatting to you, but like, it was quite a silent look at the trainers of the person in front of you affair. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was Every, not everyone the vibe is, at all. 
That see, that's really yeah, that is really I mm. I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's it's because of having a lapped course, isn't it? And and also much smaller. I, I mean, there's so many different reasons why that's going to be the case. But park yeah. run, one of the I mean, I do I love park run just like you, but I do also have issues with it in terms of that kind of you know the dichotomy between what it purports to be and what it feels like it is when you're in the middle of it and what it feels like it is yeah. when you're in the middle of it is a big old push to get a pb yeah. because you just feel like you need which is fine and if you're doing several runs a week it has its real place as like your tempo run oh um, yeah for sure it, i can see it being so you, good for yeah. for a certain type of runner um or if you've got like a gang and you really like going yes. together then i can see it being a, a great thing but then it could yeah be this more was, chatty, was not it? that yeah. at all yeah it was yeah. super chatty it wasn't timed um like obviously bring your garmin bring your strava or whatever if you do want to time yourself but it, mm-hmm. it that i didn't because i was like oh it's actually quite nice because i had I wanted to do five um, because we're only two weeks away from Vitality and I was a bit like, oh, I need to actually reassure myself that I can at least do five. Um, and um, it was absolutely fine. So lovely to do it with other, with a group of people and to not feel any time pressure. And actually, the time that we did do it in, um, which was literally just based on the time that we started and then looking at our phones when we finished, was yeah. was not bad at all. And it's a little bit, there's some up and downs again. Ronan Keating would would have enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, I kind of liked it because it kind of almost felt like a, like a hill session or something because, okay, mm. that makes it sound really horrific. It, it wasn't, it wasn't bad no there is there is a considerable incline in that that circuit there is a considerable sure. incline in, in the park yeah and mm. um it wasn't pleasant but knowing that you were kind of like doing this loop and knowing that you were like but I'm coming down again on the other side and then I know how many mm-hmm. more times I've got to do this hill and I can kind of mentally prepare myself for it, it was like it, I was fully expecting to walk run it because I'd had four pints the night before and um, <laughs> and, and we turned up. It was mainly, again, I'm super cautious to say this on the pod because I don't want anybody who's listening to know, but for Anonymous Friend and I, it was mainly uh, because of the fact that there may or may not have been a person there that she was quite interested in seeing if, if he might want to have a croissant together afterwards. So oh. it, there were multiple reasons for going that were not really about like getting a, a PB or doing a really, really great session or anything, but it actually ended up being mm. like a really great run and we ran the whole thing and we were like, oh, that was actually lovely. So I, oh, I shall be going again. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. And so do, has that instilled you with a bit more confidence in terms of, of uh, vitality? Yeah, yeah, I think so, because it gave me that, it reminded me of like, however tough the runs that you do on your own can feel sometimes, because especially if you're me, and I tend to be my own worst enemy on runs that I will psych myself out um, and be like, you've never done, you know, you've, you haven't done this distance yet in your training, you've, you don't know what it's, what happens if adding on that extra kilometer means that that's the end of you, or, mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, isn't it? nice and warm inside and couldn't you go and get a lovely pastry and just go and sack this off and um it reminded me that the community thing of when you're running with a group of other people is such an awesome spur on that it really makes you go oh come on 
if these guys are doing it, like if this, you know, amazing bloke who looks like he must be in his seventies is doing it. If this, um, uh, woman who's turned up late, but is still determined to complete the last two laps, even though everybody else has finished, it can do it. Like it just makes me feel really, really lovely about running. And, uh, it's made me feel mentally a lot more excited for V10K. Um, Oh, amazing. Yeah. And it was boiling, which obviously also is, <clears throat> yeah. training-wise, does make you feel quite good, doesn't it? Because it's like, well, bloody hell, if I can do it when it's like 26, 27 degrees, yes. then I can probably then. do it when it's 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you are absolutely right. Um, which reminds me, I need to, there's, a, there's an email that we got, got through that I want to reference in a bit about weather and stuff like that. But... Oh, what yeah. I wanted. We've to... got emails galore, actually. But we have got emails galore. But what mm-hmm. I, before we get into them, um, because I still on the kind of vitality thread, um, now is probably a really good time to do our big reveal, isn't it? Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about our big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've just realized that we are actually contractually obliged and when i say contractually obliged i mean our marketing department have told us to say this uh to do that big reveal but also i forgot we have another thing that we're supposed to mention this week oh have we um, what's that then yes shall i do that super quickly first which is not as good a segue um which is just that uh reminder that if you would like to come to the national running show um we will be there with buckets of joy and enthusiasm uh, and coffee, probably. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll be speaking, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. although we still need to iron out exactly what we're going to be talking about. But um, yep. I think we're going to yep. be talking on both days. And we we're are. also going to be at our stand. So you can come and meet us and say hello, pick up a copy of Women's Running if you fancy, um, mm-hmm. and watch us chat shit on a stage uh, and pretend that we fit in with the likes of um, <laughs> whoever's going to be there this yeah. year, Dina Asher-Smith yeah. or something, and then us. Yeah. Um, so you can get a free ticket up until yep. the 20th of September, and that's with the code ANTHEM. Um, I mm-hmm. really hope I haven't got any of that wrong. If you're at all worried about it, then hop over to our Instagram where there are clearer instructions written by somebody who works in marketing. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> you just have to go to the National Running Show's website and there is a huge box on the on the, on the uh, homepage and you can just put in the code Anthem and you'll get your free ticket. So it's simple as that. So yeah, can't Epic. wait. Um, so shall, shall we then go on to our like enormous reveal yeah. then this is kind of an enormous reveal and we're really excited about it well okay maybe we shouldn't big it up this is an average no, reveal <laughs> no it's huge it's massive it's taken up my entire summer we've worked summer. really hard on it especially Esther we have worked yeah. really hard it's been I've it's been a around. lot of hard work yeah yeah Holly's been pissing um, around um, yeah. but she's done lots of hard work too so it's been <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be right if it wasn't those two things um but yeah uh, yeah so it's um so as of next week and and kind of in time just about for vitality but not in time for anyone to use it for vitality no um, we, we should have are, considered that but whatever it still works yeah. as a brilliant marketing pool <laughs> <laughs> we have a a special edition of women's running which is coming out next week and it's called and please correct me if i'm wrong hall i think this is right um, it is how to run 10k with Esther and Holly 
from the Women's Running Podcast. Oh, uh, correct, da, 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 da. Uh, Correct <laughs> in, on every syllable. <laughs> and it's beautifully yeah, it's a, delivered. A special, thank you, thank you. And it's um, it's it makes us quite nervous because you wouldn't believe the amount of pictures of me and Holly that are in this thing. It's we are on the cover. We're on the welcome oh, page. We are like all the way through it. It's just like cover oh girls, cover girls, cover girls, just like RuPaul always said we would be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think RuPaul knows who I am, but yeah. <laughs> oh, RuPaul knows who all of us are, and he he he. Um, we were all made in his image. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going mad. It is late in the afternoon now for us to be recording. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. But um, but yeah, so that's that's coming out. Next week's coming out on the 20th. It's going to be yeah. in shops. Actually, in shops, Holly. Our I'm faces. so excited. Do you know which shops is it, it's going to be in? Is that putting you on the spot? Um, it's going to be the same ones as you as the usual mag, I believe. Okay. So go for like big supermarkets Um. So, like you know, Trose, my Tesco's, local waitress kind of is where I always get mine. Yeah, likewise. Um, actually, we have the same local waitress. So, yes, of course, that's going to be the yeah. same one. But do you know um, what? Funny you did that because I find mine in my local waitress. <laughs> <laughs> How strange! How odd! Um, you're. I think because we're not available in every single shop everywhere. Actually, one of the best bets to do it is to buy it from our, our website. So you can definitely get yeah. it there as a, as a guarantee. Um, and it's going to be out I for believe, a couple of months. So. The, oh, yeah, nice. Um, mm. I was going to say that is, I believe, the same website that you can buy the Pod Squad t-shirts from. So is it shop.womensrunning.co.uk? Cool. Yeah. yeah, you'll be able to get it there. So um, you can get your t-shirt at the same time. Um, but yeah, so oh we're, my we're super... God. I know, I know. We're really excited about it because not only is that coming out and this is kind of like this great big thing for us and we think, we're hoping it's going to be helpful for people that want to run it's the idea is it's going to be for people that want to run their very first 10k but also people that want to run a faster 10k and get a pb Mm. um but not only is it doing all those things and we think we're doing it with with a sort of a bit of a funny look at it as well because we're doing it from it's me and hall it's not we're not being massively serious about it but we are using experts to help like compile the training guides and you know things like that Yeah, I would say a good way of describing it is that we are um, sort of emceeing it uh, or uh, comparing it, it, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) But we have got expert advice from all the usual peeps that we tend to get our extra expert advice from uh, who are qualified, you know, run coaches, um, PTs, people who really know what they're talking about. Um, But it's also got the personal experiences of me and Esther, um, yeah. which is all in the style of the usual shite that you hear on the pod. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, and the thing that I am excited and stressed about in equal measure is that this is the start of something quite big because we talked about doing this ages and ages and ages ago. So we're very, very mm. excited about it. But this is our first one. So this is our first How to Run 10K. And it's the first in a series. So the next one that we're going to be doing will be coming out ahead of January. And that will be How to Run 5K, just to kind of tie in with the sort of the January-esque 
a January, January-esque-ness of January. I don't know. When people yeah, start running. Yeah. That kind of thing. The jam vibes. Um, so the jam vibes. So we're doing a 5K one and that will be followed by a half marathon one and a marathon one. Uh, interestingly enough. So there's going to be four of them, four of them, four special magazines with me and Holly on the front pulling all sorts of faces. So look out It's for just so exciting and we had the best time. Uh, I'm sure when we actually did it, we did loads of that really annoying, like big things are coming when we actually went and did the photo shoot and didn't tell you guys about it properly. But we had the best fun when we did this photo shoot. It was honestly was so one fun, of the joys it? of my year thus far. Yeah. And do you know what I might do is I think for some some patrons out there, I think I might sort of chuck some outtakes from that shoot up because there are loads of pics that won't make it to the magazines. There was what in particular when we were running around, we started getting chased by three tiny little dogs. Do you remember? Yes, sort of Pomeranians <laughs> or whatever. It was but they, so funny. Do you remember funny. that they were, they were, all of them were like shoebox sized, but they were all different. So there was a Pomeranian, but then there was something else. Yes, and there was and something, then so all different like flavours of yeah. dog. Yeah. 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 And, and they started Neapolitan. They started, Yes. Dog affair. <laughs> yeah. And they started chasing us as if they were bears. Like, rah, 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 rah. we shall hunt you down. And we're like, but it you was so funny. <laughs> and we were trying desperately to get a picture of us, of it looking like we were being, uh, like running along with the dogs. And it just ends up looking like we're being chased by them and like we're shitting our pants in every single one picture that yeah, we got. And I. I and nearly stepping on these tiny dogs. <laughs> nearly stepping on them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. We also incorporated having to buy uh, cookies. We were like, oh, we need yes. a shot of us, Joe, eating cookies and yeah. and drinking coffee. Otherwise, it's not going to be professional. Um, it's not authentic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just a joy. It was a total joy. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see it. And I'm so yeah. excited for everybody to um, get their hands on it. Just to make it clear as well, because I never, I think we never know, do we, what is obs and what is not because of working in publishing and True. Um, other people not. And uh, But um, yeah. this is, yeah, so it's a special issue of the mag. So if you are a subscriber now, you won't get mm. this, like, you know, you'll get your normal magazine as it, it will be, there'll be a normal mag as well that's why esther's been yeah. working like the absolute clappers um yeah. this is like yeah an extra special thing that's just specifically about 10k that you can either pick up in the supermarket or order online um but it'll it'll be i'm i'm going to call it a coffee table mag <laughs> oh are you oh like wallpaper oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. you know like you get like a re- like a really lovely glossy co- uh, copy of something just to sort of have on your yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But with me and Esther, well, you know, do you know what? I would hope that some people <laughs> might see it that way because because it takes you on that sort of journey from like your first ten k, or if you want to do a faster one, or if you want to do your absolute kind of balls out fastest run ever, yeah, um, and get your best PB because it it goes from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. It is more of a keeper than than our usual mags. Like I think it's something that you could just keep for reference oh yeah because the advice is pretty evergreen so I think it would be yeah um, you could use it forever and definitely tell your friends I think this is the if you if you haven't already told your friends to pick up women's running magazine um then 
like this is the issue and again I think along with the 5k one that's going to be coming out in Jan that um mm-hmm. to to really put your friends on to if they are not runners or if they are but they're a bit nervous about it if they want some extra support if running feels like it's something that's a little bit intimidating and they just want two women who are stuffing cookies down their gullets while trying to give you advice exactly about that. running a 10k this is yeah. the one yeah, it's definitely Yay! it's for everyone that that can't pick up like a copy of say a competitor magazine and see mm. themselves represented there um because all they can see are very very thin men in short shorts with mega yeah. quads talking about cadence and stuff. We I think I can say something cadence. else then. <laughs> cadence. <laughs> definitely. Oh no, I thought you it was when you said mega quads. <laughs> filth men with mega quads (laughs) absolute filth on the podcast yeah that's a phrase Um, i trip out all the time shall we shall we cue the um the what you say in jingle yeah let's do it what are you saying what are you saying saying this week what are you saying hall i've got some big news oh yeah you know we do a very brilliant magazine as well as this podcast yeah i i'm aware and sometimes involved (laughs) well you can get your hands if you don't have it already on your very first copy of women's running for just 99p because you're our pod squad 99p that's actually amazing that's like not that much more than a freddo No, I don't even know if Freddo's cost more than 99 yeah, They might do, go actually. They might do, yeah. <laughs> so all you need to do is go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter podcast when it asks you for a promotion code and you'll get a copy for 99p. Isn't that lovely? That sounds epic to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you Jingle want done. to start? I'm, I'm interested to hear yours. Okay, I've been excited I, I about would. it all day. <laughs> don't be i'll get um, mine at, at the ready in a professional way as well while you're oh, getting yours because okay, this is a them. problem because i don't know where my, where is mine where's it gone um i can't remember what i did with it what i do with it hall oh you forwarded it on to me i did um oh I but did where did it, it go you. sorry everybody. it went well la, in the la, meantime la. while you're looking do you want me to start with one of mine because i got two yes start with one okay. of yours so uh, I've got two updates I mean we've had quite a few lovely emails this week so shout out to all of you guys because uh hopefully we'll be able to get through them all at some point but I've picked out two this week that just happened to to relate to our uh question around stress streams one is just something for you Esther to really fuel yours <laughs> okay (laughs) and one is a stress dream that sent me over the edge I was honestly crying (laughs) laughing when I read it yesterday um okay so this one uh I can't shout out who this is from because uh it gives me an email address that hasn't got a clear name in it and it is just a sent from my iphone so mystery contributor mystery pod squad this week uh said um Oh, first of all, I thought you'd like this. Sorry, this is just a little aside mm. that she said, Rama Denby's wine estate half marathon this weekend. 
Oh, yes. Which we've spoken about before. Uh, loads of wine stations and snacks like onion bargies, cheese and crackers, etc. Oh, now hang on. That sounds really good. That I know. <laughs> Most people in fancy dress took their time on the way around. It was great fun, no pressure. And my proudest, slowest half marathon, which is what they badge it as, uh, was hot as hell and we dressed as cows. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Because why not? Love it. Yeah. Uh, although this is my one that sent me over the edge so this is... However, I still had a stress dream the night before where we were staying in a hotel and Putin had forcibly recruited us to attack a neighbouring nation and I was putting bombs together while sobbing. (laughs) I'm obviously not trivialising war there, but that did literally... very specific, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, so funny. Oh my God. So that one really made me laugh. Thank you so much for that one. I do. I do wonder. Do if she has that stress dream ahead of Denby's, does she have like equivalent ones ahead of other races? Is is it always like bomb related or Russian related or like warfare related? Like, what's the common thread? I don't. I mean, it's yeah, clearly maybe a stress that dream. Is a, a, it doesn't sound nice. <laughs> I mean, understandable that it would be a stress dream, uh, and yeah. the, you know. In all seriousness, it gave a lot of us a huge amount of stress when Putin invaded Ukraine. But um, yes, interesting that that is what her brain decided to transfer these pre-race nerves into, was being forcibly... My friend Lex, who's my running buddy, once had a stress dream where she was also similarly forcibly recruited into a terrorist organisation. And it was really creepy because when she woke up in the morning... (laughs) she'd she'd searched on her phone what is jihad (laughs) in the middle of her sleep (gasps) super scary anyway um so that one really made me laugh and then this esther was just for you uh from suzanne uh who was saying so she said love the podcast in a few months uh discovered it a few months back while doing the last few weeks of Couch to 5K, I've got the running bug oh. and so I've been listening to old pods while out on my runs. Lovely. Thanks, Suzanne. Uh, nice. This week, I listened to the new one and laughed a lot at the scary toilet dreams. I was in New York <laughs> last week, casual brag, and had a slightly Ooh. tender tummy. The one where you just want a private toilet and some time. Well, in Central Park, the toilets near the Bethesda Fountain are very similar to Esther's dream. Very <gasps> narrow with very small doors. I'm five foot three oh. and still felt I could wave at the person beside me. <laughs> oh no! Oh my God. Not what was needed. Hopefully, those aren't the pre run oh. toilets used for you. Yeah. So there okay, we go. Please helped. let us know. <laughs> no, I'm really sorry. I knew that that would, would, would not be good for you to hear, but I wanted to read it to you because it made me laugh. Um, WR podcast at anthem.co.uk. If you've got a running related stress dream uh, yeah. or doesn't, the dream itself doesn't have to be it can involve putting bombs together and, and sobbing <laughs> yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be running related <laughs> but a pre a pre-race dream that yeah. stress dream that you want to share with us then please let us know yeah I do um, I do think I, I'm hoping I'll be all right with New York because the way um, maybe this is 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 there is anything TMI on this podcast? It probably isn't, is it? Oh, I no. don't think these days. No, it's n- no. N- not enough. I 
N E I. But the way the way my innards work ahead of races is, I mean, like this like this weekend, right? Ahead of ahead of uh, New Forest, which I was looking forward to and enjoyed immensely. That was still a three toilet trip situation ahead of yeah. leaving the hotel. So I think I kind of evacuate quite nicely. So hopefully, mm-hmm. fingers crossed, <laughs> fingers crossed the hotel will see the worst of me and then I won't need to make use of tiny loose on yeah. route, I hope. Ugh, I do I think know. that oh, God. I used to struggle a lot more with my pre-race poos before becoming a, a bit of a coffee head. And now yeah, I really drink coffee. It really helps to chug a coffee before. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then... Do you know what? I love it as Slightly well. seize. You take that control. You do. You do. Reclaiming, it's true. Reclaiming your poos. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's true. And actually, I noticed at the hotel I was staying at on Saturday night, there were a number of runners who were clearly going to be doing one of the many races that were on. And everyone was coming down roughly the same time that I was, which was a good hour and a half before the first race. And they were all there having their toast and peanut butter and banana. Everyone was having coffee. And then everyone was going back up to their hotel rooms discreetly for sort of half an hour yeah. and then leaving. Yeah. It's like, yes, we all are doing the same thing. So it's all yeah. good. It's all fun. <laughs> it is all um, so I've, fun. So many horrible <laughs> phrases came to mind then that I was going to use that I won't on a, because that's taking it too far. It's all very, very poo related, isn't it? But look, it I, found, I found related. this email that I was going to oh, nice. very quickly okay. comment on. So this is just one that I got uh, yesterday um, from Charlotte and it's, it might be a little bit too late for Charlotte, but she was having a little wobble. And I was thinking about this in terms of, um, new forest marathon actually, because a half marathon, just because of temperature, it's it, the weather in the last couple oh, yeah. weeks has been absolutely mental and it was a worry. Like we were yeah. like the meteorological runner, spoke term to, is scorchio it was bonkers wasn't it? it bonkers last week absolutely bonkers so we'd you know that like the whole of the uk had been you know suffering sort of 30 31 32 whatever and and like the day before the races it had been really super super high and it had been kind of you know 32 degrees or whatever so everyone was very very worried about sunday and then to wake up sunday morning and for it not to be quite that hot but the humidity to be insane to that kind of mm-hmm. thick air that i was talking about before it's actually really quite close free. yes super super close so um it was really really tricky so this this email felt pertinent and so charlotte says um she has her first marathon this sunday literally this sunday um and she's doing the sydney marathon <gasps> oh cool Yes. Um, And uh, so it starts, she says, on the north side of the Harbour Bridge and ends on the Opera House steps. So it will be an absolutely amazing place to do my first marathon. Not asking anyone to Mm -hmm. feel sorry for me. Um, And she says, but the temperature is forecast to be 30 degrees. How would you cope with this? She's worried that all her training will be ruined. She says she's not aiming for a fast time. Um, as she's picked up a bit of an injury and it's her first ever time, but the 30 degree thing is a thing that might blow it out even more. Yeah. Um, so she's got lots of um, maranxiety about that. So um, maranoia. Okay. Uh, yeah. Maranxiety, though. Maranxiety. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely a phrase we should be using more. <laughs> but she, it's just like, um, that's really, really hard. 
That's hard. I, I know think that's really just, tough. It's it yeah, and it, and it's such a big thing. It kind of deserves about sort of seventeen podcasts in a row, or just on the fact that whenever you train for your marathon, wherever you are, pretty much in the world, where you, where you you know the temperatures it is when you start doing your your marathon training are not going to be the temperatures that it's going to be on the day of your marathon, mm-hmm. and it's so hard that you know you I've been training all the way across the summer, for instance, ahead of the New York one. I've been doing all my long runs in really intense heat sometimes. And there's, it's a, there's a big chance that New York Marathon is going to be absolutely freezing. Yeah. So it kind of, it, it sort of takes the wind out of your sails a little bit. And the same is true like the other way around, that like you train all the way through the winter for, for the spring marathons. And, you know, you're kind of dodging ice and you're, you're, you're wearing five layers of clothing. And then you turn up in March and suddenly it's unseasonably hot or something. And you're, you're having to wear it in vest and shorts. And it can, and you're you're chafing all over the shop, and you've forgotten your sun cream because it's 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 so so hard to predict, and so hard to predict how you're going to feel. And almost the only thing that I would say, I mean, she says she's aiming for sort of what did she say, sort of five hours or something for her. Um, I mean, the only thing that I would say is to go even slower. But to, but I would also I would be really careful if if you're like a watch wearer and, you, and you're checking your pace and stuff like that, I would be super, super careful with those first few miles where you feel so anxious. Like, I think that's kind mm. of, I think everyone feels that the first kind of first mile, you're just super, super anxious. I mean, some people get high on the adrenaline of it. I don't, I, uh, I find that first mile really, really hard. Yeah. Always. So, so kind Me of, too. yeah, all the panic, all the kind Not of, of a marathon, but yeah, it's just everyone there watching and stuff, isn't it? It's terrifying. Mm. And then after, and even actually when you go for a long run, even just a long run with no one watching, it's the first mile, the first two miles don't feel amazing. And then you get into your stride and then it's okay. I think one of the best things to do when you're running your first ever marathon in unpredictable heat, which might be even hotter than than you'd like, um, is to take those first, particularly those first two miles, super, 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 super slow, like go super easy don't aim for a pace and I would drag myself back like my generally speaking my half marathon pace is now very similar to my marathon pace because I've just got slower in the last couple of years yeah but if I my half marathon pace was roughly 10 minute miles if I was going for a marathon I would pull that right back like when when I'm going for New York I'm going to put it right back to 11 minutes because I just want to get around happy and I don't want to collapse and I want to feel all right so yeah. I think I'd do that. The other, one thing I would say though is that if you think that you're going to be pulling yourself back like that, quite by by a considerable degree, especially with a marathon, that then adds on. It could add on another half hour to your running. So bear that in mind in terms of hydration that you're running with or gels that you're running with. You mm-hmm. might need more than you've planned for if you were going to plan if you're planning for like a four and a half hour. Because I plan in time, so I think oh every half hour I'll take a gel or something. Yeah. That's fine if I'm doing a four and a half hour marathon, but if I'm suddenly doing a five hour marathon, I might run out of water and I might run you out might of gel. might need an extra gel. Yeah. 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 That's why. Yeah. I, I would say hydration beforehand as well and mm. being really conscious of like, I don't want to suggest doing something that's going to mean dipping into portaloos every five minutes. Um, mm. So maybe less. So even on the, on the morning of like do what you would normally do maybe on the morning of, but I think particularly like the day before, um hydrate hydrate because um like more than you would 
even normally if you were trying to think about hydrating for a race the next day. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I guess it's going to matter less if you're doing something like a, a full marathon where you've got hydration with you. And especially if you're taking a bit, a bit extra than you normally would for the heat. But mm. I would also think about it the day before and just sip on down quite a lot of water yeah but water with electrolytes and that that was that was a bit of a Mm. mind-blowing thing as well was talking to someone I think from precision hydration and they were talking about drinking electrolytes the day before as well as on the day of the race so yeah that makes sense though I think yeah and you have to be those hot weather when you're sweating loads and stuff you want to be really really careful to avoid that thing where you drink too much water and um that can kind of that can be all sorts of pain so you want to make sure that when you're drinking all the water you're also replenishing all of your salts as well which is super yeah. important when it's massively hot but, um yeah oh my god 30 degrees i know <sighs> i would also think about the like i mean it's it's going to depend for everybody individually isn't it but i think don't lose sight of why you're doing it. And mm. if joy is the main reason, then all the more reason to do exactly as Esther said and pair back on the pace a little bit because, yeah, you'll just, you, you'll want to get round and make sure that it's as an enjoyable experience as it possibly can be. Um, yeah. And yeah, taking it slow, you know, sacrificing a, a bit of extra time on top of the time that you were originally thinking is not going to matter if you remember the experience is an awesome one. Yeah, exactly. And it sounds like that sounds yeah. that marathon sounds incredible. It sounds so, so cool. Having a walk break every kind of couple of miles just to take in the views and stuff is it should be expected and enjoyed. So yeah, yeah build them in. I would. Blimey. That's what that's what I hope Agreed. to do with New York. I want to I want to like not have a focus at all about time. I just want to focus on actually having my head up and enjoying it and taking stupid selfies and you know, pictures of amazing things and yeah. Yeah, that's what it should be really, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should be. It yeah. should be. Uh, I'm really thirsty now after that conversation. Psychologically something's happened absolutely parched, me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I'm uh, going to go and find out which, which Evan's sibling uh, was given coal for Christmas. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> and what the full story was and whoever it was I'm going to get them chocolate coal this year <laughs> I'm going to research that chocolate coal I'm going to get some <laughs> yeah oh it looks the Fortman Mason one looks incredible does it oh, okay right I'm, I am on there I'm on there <laughs> thank you for listening come and join us on Patreon you can get a ton of extra pod squad benefits from just £2 a month including newsletters live chats and you can join our exclusive discord community for friendly chat and support with like-minded women runners go to patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash women's running to find out more this podcast was recorded over zencaster the producer and composer was david newman please hit like and subscribe that way you won't miss the next episode do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we would love to include them in a future podcast. Happy running.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.